Could you begin there? How serious was that tension between Chevy Chase and Bill Murray, and, and where did it all uh, begin? Yeah, pretty serious. Um, you know, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were both coming up in the 70s. Now, Chevy Chase was the breakout star of the first season of Saturday Night Live, and he moved on to a movie career. And there a lot of people who were left behind in the cast at Saturday Night Live felt that he had sort of gotten a swollen ego and uh, were a little resentful of this immediate success that he had had. And Bill Murray was actually his replacement in the cast of Saturday Night Live. And uh, in 1978, when Chevy came back to guest host um, the show, uh, Bill Murray, as the new guy, sort of took it upon himself to be, you know, the, the sort of vehicle of all this you know, grievances. And uh, they got into a fistfight backstage. And um, it was pretty, pretty sour between them. Uh, it, it couldn't have been sort of more uh, tense. And so when they were both cast in Caddyshack, I think a lot of people on the set of that movie sort of thought, geez, uh, how's this going to go? Um, you know, I think a lot of people were walking on eggshells when, when they both arrived on the set. And, uh, you know, it wasn't the biggest concern because they didn't have any scenes together in the original script. But when the producers saw how good Chevy's scenes were and how good Bill's scenes were, they said, you know, we're idiots here. We've got two of the biggest stars in comedy and we don't have them in a scene together. Let's write a scene and put them in the scene together. So here we go. Finally, these two people have to overcome whatever hostilities and issues they have to do this scene together. It was mostly ad-libbed, like all of Murray's scenes, completely improvised. And it actually, when you go back and look at it now, you can see both of them trying not to laugh. And it really, both of them told me that it was really the moment when, when the ice sort of melted between them and they, and they sort of reached a bit of a detente in their relationship. <laughs> you mentioned the improv aspect of that, ad-libbing along the way. Is it, is it for both he and Chevy Chase throughout the movie? Yeah, I mean, Chevy actually had some scripted lines. He would juice them up with his own sort of top spin, and then he, he would make the lines better by improvising and adding to them. But Bill Murray's character, Carl Spackler, the sort of demented assistant greenskeeper, he was, um, you know, not in the original drafts of the script. It was a character that was added much later. And they knew, you know, that Bill was such a gifted improviser that they didn't even bother writing any scenes for him. They just described the action. And Bill Murray, you know, was so talented at that point in his career, he was the first to admit that was really when he could improvise about anything and just nail it. You know, all of his scenes are completely off the top of his insane brain. And uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's remarkable. You know, they, they knew he could come up with stuff that was better than they could write for him, so they just let him go. <laughs> You've seen this movie hundreds of times. You know hundreds of the behind-the-scenes stories of the making of the movie. I mean, how does that knowledge impact your viewing of it today? Well, you know, here's the thing. I, knowing, knowing the backstories to a lot of the scenes, I think, sort of helps you appreciate just how miraculous this whole thing is. This is a movie that should not have worked um, because they were throwing the script in the trash. They were making up lines. Uh, you know, there was a ton of drug use on the set of this movie. They were shooting it in Florida in 1979, which was pretty much the gateway into the country for cocaine. Uh, you know, this was not a, a, an exhibit A on how one should make a movie. And I think if you make a movie under these circumstances, 99 times out of 100, you're going to get just total garbage. Uh, I think they got lucky, and I think it's a minor miracle. You know, I I'm not going to fool myself into saying that Caddyshack is the greatest film of all time. It's pretty sloppy, and most scenes don't have anything to do with the scenes that are before them or after them. 
But to me, it's its imperfections that sort of make it perfect. It sort of just captures this spirit. Um, anything could happen that, that I adore.